Speaking about that, Anonymous, let's speak to Anton van der Bell, who's the deputy CEO of the trade union Solidarity, which has decided to approach the court to have the state of disaster over the energy crisis declared unlawful, as they argue it doesn't meet the definition of a disaster in terms of the Disaster Management Act. Anton, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. What do you base this argument on? Well, good afternoon, Aldrin. In essence, it's a review application when we ask that the decision by the Kochner Minister to declare this crisis as a, as a, a disaster uh, uh, in terms of the Disaster Management Act. We say that that decision is irrational and uh, not legal. It's unlawful. So the review application will be heard on the 14th of March. And the basis of our argument is, is that uh, in terms of the Disaster Management Act, uh, a crisis to, to conform with the definition uh, implicitly is that uh, that crisis must be unforeseen, it must be extraordinary, and there must be no tools or no other legislation that, that uh, can be uh, used to alleviate the crisis and the consequences. Therefore, we say that uh, this is not unforeseen. Uh, Light shedding has been with us for the past 60 years. And there seems to be actually uh, 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 that the government seems to be efficient in, in causing this crisis, but inefficient in dealing with the crisis. Secondly, we say it's not extraordinary. Extraordinary, if you look at state and companies and departments, both of them are in some sort of crisis. We accept that this has a has a larger consequence than other state departments, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that other state state departments are in crisis. And lastly, we say that there is tools uh, available in the two uh, government's toolbox to, to deal with the situation. There's no need for a, a disaster to be enacted. Okay. Before we go to some of the tools that you think are available, I've looked at the at the Disaster Management Act, and it defines disaster to mean a progressive or sudden widespread or localized natural or human cause occurrence which then it lists uh, some of those issues. So progressive for me also indicates that there was an issue that you had initially, and that issue has exacerbated over a period of time, and this could be because of um, human error or whatever that, 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 that may be, but not necessarily that it is sudden and unforeseen. Yeah, well, if you, if you interpret the word occurrence, and that, that's a specific occurrence, uh, you say now this occurrence has happened for the past 16 years, you decided, although there has been a level six light shedding for quite a few years, we have decided not to issue a, a, a state of disaster. And now 16 years later, the argument is, it seems to be that this occurrence suddenly is, is, is a disaster. That's absolutely ridiculous. And you must read the definition in light of the framework, the, the national uh, state of disaster framework, when certain specific occurrences are mentioned, such, such as, as floods and, uh, and uh, um, yeah, that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, if you look at the, or if you, if you interpret the word occurrence, and this is most certainly not an occurrence, this has been foreseen, and uh, it's not extraordinary. But do you agree with that definition that disaster also means progressive? No, most certainly. Uh, the, yeah. the, the law says what it says, but it also says it's an occurrence. Uh, I think we are both in agreement on that, on that level as well. So uh, to say an uh, occurrence is 16 years, uh, 
yeah, that's, that's not acceptable. Yeah. And then you speak about the other tools that are available. What sort of tools are those? Well, for starters, you have the, the, um, the Labor License Act, which clearly states that a person can be fired if he or she is incompetent. Uh, and uh, I foresee that in this, in this specific uh, occurrence or crisis, um, sorry, crisis, there is quite a lot of incompetent persons. So use the Labor License Act to fire the incompetent persons. The argument is, it seems to be that it's quite difficult to, to, uh, to dismiss someone. But that's not in terms of the Labor License Act. It's quite easy. So that's one uh, tool available. The second one is in terms of the, the tax acts, uh, the SARS Act, if you might call it that, these tax incentives currently, uh, and um, that can be can be uh, expanded on as well. If you look at the National uh, Electricity Regulations Act, that makes it possible for the energy minister to to to, uh, to, to get extra energy or electricity from private uh, private institutions. So there's a lot of acts that makes this possible. But uh, our argument is there's no political will. This is only the national state of disaster is uh, seen in light of the fact that there's a, a big writing or a big, uh, big election next year and they, they need to look like they're doing something, but actually not doing something. Okay. Um, has the department responded to you as yet? Because the other issue here is that the regulations in line with the natural state of disaster that has been declared, um, we don't know what, the, what, 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 what framework is there or um, what, what the regulations would state. Yeah, so we're well, still waiting yeah. for that. But the national yeah. state of disaster has already been declared. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Uh, one of that would have expected the government to rationalise their decision by means of the regulations. So what what logically would have happened is a set of disaster would have been enacted, and then the regulations would explain why. Say now we need to to uh, to procure energy or electricity on an urgent and expedited basis, and therefore this regulation makes that possible. So it would rationalise the decision. Now we have a, a, a declaration by the president. Now we are going to declare a, a state of disaster. We have a, a issuance of a government gazette by the minister, Kochta uh, uh, minister, and none of these explain or try to even uh, remotely uh, 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 rationalise the decision. So we say that that is part of the problem. If it was ration, ration, uh, rationalised, we would have we would have gotten an answer as to what is the reason for the uh, state of of emergency. So so now, based on that, do you think that um, Solidarity may have jumped the gun on this one, considering that you don't have the regulations being published as yet? No, no, most certainly not. It's it's like you get a builder to build your house, the foundation is crooked and uh, it doesn't lack. And you say, when the world comes to you and say, no, I'm going to build the walls and the, and the, uh, the roof. Just wait. Just wait. The roof and the walls will be nice. But, but don't worry about the foundation. You say the foundation, the, the national state of disaster, 
the foundation of any regulation would be would be flawed. Uh, it's illegal. It's irrational. It doesn't make sense to accept or to to think or to have a hope in the state, which have been extremely efficient in causing this crisis, for them to get more power 16 years later and to expect them to to sort out this crisis is is not going to happen. So no, most certainly you did not jump on the, the foundation of, of any regulation be flawed. Thank you so much for your time. Anton van der Beel is the Deputy CEO for Trade Union Solidarity. It's four o'clock, time for the news.